0: church family did you know and I know you know this because I'm going to do a little experiment and we'll see w- if this works um, but to memorize subject matter uh, like your ABCs for instance how many of you learn the ABCs with a song and I still sing it like as I try to figure out what letter goes next um, but but music is a, is a great tool for you to memorize things for you to learn um, we are going through december looking at some christmas carols the one for today is hark the herald angels sing um, It was written by charles wesley And he used it to teach theology. I uh, used it to teach doctrine to those who didn't know how to read uh, Those who didn't have access to school. So let me do this experiment to see if If this really works if music has gotten into your life And words come to you in a little ditty And then you will know the rest of the phrase. So I'm going to sing a little bit. And then you finish the phrase for me. Okay? You guys ready? The best part of waking up. That wasn't bad. I was worried about 830 crowd. I want to record. Can we? It's going to be on live stream. I want you guys to out sing the 11 o'clock service. All right? Two more. Here we go. Ready? I worked on this all week. Nationwide is yes good one more we are farmers (laughs) yes all right good success um please turn with me to luke chapter two and if you have the hymnal in front of you to number 277 um it's heart the herald angels sing like i said written by charles wesley um, back in 1738 Uh, his brother john wesley is of methodist tradition um, but the first time this song was, was published was in 1738, and he titled it Hymn for Christmas Day. Um, the first two lines that he wrote were glory, um, or sorry, hark how the welkin sings, or welkin rings, glory to the king of kings. Does anyone know what a welkin is? Okay, welkin in old English was for sky or heavens. Um, and so in modern English it was basically listen how all the sky rings and this is giving an illusion, giving the picture of the angelic multitude in the gospel of Luke that we'll read about in a minute Um, and then Wesley's friend the great evangelist George Whitefield uh, then updated the lyrics and most notably the opening two lines uh, almost 20 years later and from Luke's gospel Uh, Wesley's song and Whitefield's wordsmithing gives us the well-known opening line of Hark the Herald Angels Sing uh, saying glory to the newborn king and talking about the angels. So read with me Luke chapter 2 and we're going to look at verses 8 through 14. I'm getting a little bit of a ring up here, guys. Um, Did I say Luke? I did say Luke. I was in Matthew. Uh, Luke 2 verses 8 through 14 as i get there, you guys all set so as i the last one it says in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear and the angel said to them fear not hey did you guys wake up a little bit so hark really is hey take a listen by the way my dad used to do that all the time driving on road trips and drove us crazy and every time I was anticipating it but he timed it perfectly where if you're we were driving there were haystacks or out here you roll the hay out here like I have like like I just moved to the east coast anytime there were hay and we're driving he would be like hey you know we'd stop and think oh no what happened um but the opening line is is "Hark, um glory to the newborn king and that's that's the premise of the song uh that is the the setup for this passage in luke uh that the angels are coming to the shepherds and saying listen we have an amazing announcement christ the newborn king is to be born Uh, And not just any king, but the Savior, Christ the Messiah, the Lord. Uh, And so this morning, I want us to to take a look at this newborn king. Uh, This newborn king restores a relationship. This newborn king is God in the flesh. And this newborn king changes our lives forever. Uh, So this relationship that's broken, uh, that this newborn king, Jesus, our Messiah, comes to restore is this relationship between us and God. Um, it's been broken. Uh, and you see in the first verse of Hark the Herald Angel sing this, this phrase, God and sinners reconciled. This is the whole purpose of Christ's coming. That we in our sin have been separated from God. Uh, there is no way for us on our own to get back into a right relationship with Him. And that's the plan. We saw that last week. The plan from the beginning uh, was this relationship, this fellowship with God. And then it was broken because of sin. Uh, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so then this all throughout scripture, we see this reconciliation, this restoring of this relationship that has to happen. Uh, And things go terribly wrong. We have been separated from God. We have separated because of our sin uh, and there's no way back But then something amazing has occurred and that is god in his great love Has come to us to bring us back to himself uh, And we see that in this christmas story. We see that in christ coming as messiah as lord And that's great news That is salvation has come uh, Verses 10 and 11 when the angels come What do they say to the shepherds fear not? For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That is the great news. That is good news that has come. Our salvation has come. And we see this, that Christ has come to reconcile us back to God. Uh, That Jesus the King has come come to bring us back to God, restoring this broken relationship that we have Uh, with him and this amazing news has the angels proclaiming uh, and to marvel at this love and grace of god and then calling for us as we sing hark the herald angels sing uh, to be joyful all you nations to rise join the triumph of the skies there should be amazing celebration going on in the story of christ's coming and we do that we do that and during this christmas season uh, it's a great time to celebrate, but it needs to happen all year as we remember truly the gift of our Savior to come God among us, Emmanuel, uh, to, to redeem us, to restore us, to reconcile us back to God the Father. But isn't this great? How does Jesus reconcile us to God? Well, he starts out as a little baby. And you're like, wait, what? You know, where Messiah, our king, needs to come and and have all the world uh at his at his fingertips at his feet bowing down to him but what how does christ come but yet as a child um, in a very small little town of bethlehem Uh, so here is the the birth of this child tucked away in a small town Um, but he's not an ordinary baby Uh, he's not uh, just a, a child he is adorned, adored by the highest heaven and the everlasting god himself uh, so we now see that this the newborn king is god in flesh uh, jesus the son of god incarnate and that word incarnate is to be embodied in flesh in human form uh, we we have again this phrase in the carol that veiled in flesh the godhead see Hell, the incarnate deity. Uh, we've seen over and over in John 1, and I love that, that again, this was a God thing, uh, that we go back to verse 14 of John 1, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, we see that, that Christ himself is fully God and fully man. He came in, in, uh, into humanity as one of us to teach, uh, to heal us, to save us, Uh, And then we have this picture of understanding that here's God with us, physically with us, uh, to bring us life. If you have your hymnals, and I think we actually have slides, look at verse 2. I'm going to read to you verse 2 from Hark the Herald Angels Sing. We're going to see the incarnate Christ. We're going to see fully God and fully man as we go through the second verse. Uh, We have Christ by highest heaven adored. Christ, the everlasting Lord. Okay, that's blatantly God, all God. Late in time, behold Him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Now we have man. Okay, we have the the, the humanity of Christ, born to Mary, uh, born in the flesh as a child, uh, veiled in flesh. Okay, we have man, the Godhead see. We have God. Hail the incarnate man in flesh. Uh, embodied in flesh, deity, God, pleases man with man to dwell, man, Jesus, man, our Emmanuel, God, God with us, uh, and so we have this picture of, of Christ, fully man and fully God, and He had to come in the flesh. Uh, he had to come uh, to to be human among us, fully man and fully God. And even looking at the Old Testament prophecies, um, having to deal with, with Christ, he had to be in human form. He, there is a requirement for him to be in the flesh, human. Uh, Genesis 3, it says, so the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So here is a a physical aspect of, of that he shall bruise your head, you shall bruise his heel. Then you go on to Genesis 22. It says, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So now here is Christ born in the flesh um, as an offspring and through this genealogy that we see um, that he was part of. And so here's another important aspect of his of his humanity. Um, Isaiah 714, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, the birth of Christ uh, to Mary. And then in Micah 5, uh, it says, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathath, you who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. So here is now the the physical birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. And then we go to Isaiah 53, because these aren't just related to the Christmas story and this newborn king but yet to our messiah isaiah 53 says for he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his wounds we are healed okay he he had to be in the flesh he had to be human um, because there can't be a cross without a manger Uh, we can't get to the cross unless we have the birth of our messiah the birth Of a child in the flesh, uh, to fulfill these prophecies, uh, for us to be a blood, for there to be a blood sacrifice for us, a perfect blood blood sacrifice uh, for our sins once and for all. Turn with me to Romans five verses eight through eleven. It'll be on the screens, and let's take a picture uh, or a look of, of what Christ as Messiah. Christ is this king who has come uh, what the whole process and purpose was in Romans 5 verses 8 through 11 says but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners Christ died for us since we have now been justified by his blood okay justified there's the justification by his shed blood how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him For if we, we were God's enemies, we were, what, reconciled to him through the death of his son, the true sacrifice that brought us the reconciliation in our relationship with God, the restoring of our relationship and fellowship with him. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So it, t- it took the manger, it took the birth of our Messiah as a human to live life, to, to teach us, to show us, uh, to be among us, but then ultimately to die for our sins uh, as a man, as the perfect sacrifice, fully God and fully man. And in this, we have life. Uh, Jesus saved us from death to life. And not just our our physical life, but eternal life. So now this newborn King changes our lives, and by the way, not just changes our lives, saves our lives. Um, the third verse in "Hark! The Herald Angels Sing," says th- these last three phrases right before the chorus: "says Born that no man no more that man no more may die, uh, born to raise the sons of earth, and born to give them second birth." Uh, And so here we've talked about born that man no more may die. That not only has Christ come to restore our relationship with God the Father, but we have eternal life through Christ as our Messiah. Uh, In other words, Jesus was born to remove this curse that was brought by Adam, uh, remove this curse of sin that is in our life, the, the, the separator between us and God. Uh, Is that sin and paul says in romans 6 that the wages of sin is death We deserve death Uh, That's what we have earned in our sin is death But the free gift of god is eternal life that man no more may die So now we have eternal life through um, This newborn king through christ our messiah and savior And then born to raise the sons of earth uh, He was born to raise us to newness of life In Romans 6, it says that we are buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. And so we have a new life. Uh, We have not only our eternal life, uh, we are locked in eternity in heaven in the presence of God, but that, that eternal life starts now. It starts that moment we ask christ to be lord of our life to be the king of our life Uh, in that newness of life we have now uh, that we have this new life in christ our old our old selves are gone Uh, our new life is ahead of us in christ and but there's still the struggle isn't there there's still the sin that we have to deal with there are still the the issues of being in this world Uh, the loss of loved ones the crisis that we deal with uh, those the the results of sin we still have to work through and live through uh, and and i don 't know about you, but it there 's still a struggle in this newness of life there's still so many issues that I wish you know god you 've given me this new life, just make it all better you know but but scripture never promises a perfect life or a good life, uh, a life without consequences a life without sin uh, a life that is is problem free no but he does that and empowers us because christ in us allows us to live and to work through this life and to glorify him in all that we do um, and jesus knows the struggles uh, he understands that here's another benefit of the incarnation of christ jesus is that he came to live among us he didn't just skate through life uh, because he is god he was also fully human uh, he understands us unlike a bald barber he can't identify with your needs right don't get your hair cut by a bald barber um, especially you ladies um, <laughs> but here's a situation that that here's another aspect of the incarnation of, of christ being with us is that he lived among us jesus knows what we're going through he's been there his hunger his thirst His weariness, his love, his compassion, his rejection, his sadness. Jesus understands our weaknesses because he faced the same weaknesses that we do. Uh, He was tempted just like us, but did not sin. Uh, Fully God and fully man. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Um, Here is the newborn king. Christ the Messiah, who has given us the newness of life, given us a life, not only eternal, but a life now, with him, full access to him in our life. <clears throat> and then born to give them second birth. Jesus was born in order uh, to give us access to the kingdom of God. And he said this himself, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, so we have this new life. We are born again because of Christ, uh, because of his sacrifice on the cross uh, that started back when he came to earth as a little child, Uh, this time of Christmas that we celebrate not only the birth of the Savior, not only God with us, but the ultimate sacrifice that he would pay for all of us and our sins, the forgiveness of sins, allowing us access to God, uh, giving us life instead of death that we deserve. Uh, bringing us into the light instead of keeping us in the darkness we have access to christ jesus uh, because he came god with us and my question is for for anyone in this room for anyone watching online do you know jesus as savior do you know christ as your king Um, do you know that you hundred percent are going to go to heaven when you pass when you die um that is the salvation message the good news that we all need and and if you don't fully understand what it means in our sin to be separated from god uh, and then christ himself came to to close that gap uh, to give us life eternal to give us access to the to god uh, to give us this eternal life that can only go be through him uh, through jesus our messiah and we rejoice in that good news Uh, the good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he has pleased. Glory to the newborn king. Uh, Please close with me in prayer. Father, I thank you for this message, for uh, this continued picture as we uh, dive into your word this month. Uh, of the importance of christmas uh that that truly there is there is so much that we are thankful for uh there is so much that we need to keep focused on in the chaos and busyness of this time uh, that we have access to you because of jesus uh, starting as a, a a little baby to come to be among us to be with us uh, father the birth of our king uh, Jesus as our Savior, our Messiah, our Christ, uh, that we have access to you. Father, I pray that if there's anyone in here this morning, anyone listening, listening online who doesn't know you, that doesn't understand what it means to be saved, to be born again, to have their sins forgiven, Father, I pray that they would reach out to someone, reach out uh, and, and have those questions answered. I pray for your Holy Spirit. Uh, to work in their life father as we as christians continue to to celebrate this time not only this month but as a reminder of the beautiful picture of your love and your mercy and your grace uh, that you have bestowed upon us through christ your son to come to to live among us for us to keep our eyes focused on jesus to see all the amazing glorious things but father to know that he is our savior uh, that we have this life eternal because of him. Father, thank you for this reminder this morning. I uh, Help us to continue to glorify you in all that we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.